This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. I'm Brian Seltzer, and this is The Scoop from the 76ers Podcast Network for Tuesday, January 12th. The 76ers got some firepower back, but in the end, it was not enough to slow down the Atlanta Hawks, which rolled to a 112-94 win at State Farm Arena. At the beginning of Monday's game, Joel Embiid gave the 76ers a big boost. The big man was one of 10 players missing in Saturday's loss to Denver. He ended up scoring 16 of his 24 points in the opening quarter against Atlanta. Long rebound Embiid in on Fernando. Fakes one way, up and under, goes right to the cup, but he lays it in. Great footwork. They're playing a little soft on Embiid, and Joel made that look easy. Tyrese Maxey was one of Saturday's standouts. He didn't drop the near 40 spot again that he did versus the Nuggets. But he did do his best to vault the Sixers in the lead after the first quarter, 32-28. Here's another nice drive by Maxie and a blocking call on the Hawks. What a burst and an explosive move by Maxie getting all the way to the glass. And he's going to the line for what could be a three-point play. The Hawks turned the game around in the second frame, outscoring the Sixers 37-18. Atlanta then went on to outdo the Sixers 32-15 in the third and build a lead as large as 35 before the evening was over. The Sixers and the Hawks actually scored the same number of baskets, 37, but the game was won at the three-point line, where Atlanta outshot the Sixers 17-8 on three-pointers, and in transition, where the Hawks outscored the Sixers 21-2. Embiid finished with 24 points and 11 boards. Mike Scott was back as well. He finished with one basket in 22 minutes of play. Trey Young had 26 points and 8 assists for the Hawks. Here's how Doc Rivers summed things up afterwards. They really tried to play fast, and they also knew they had a, a, an amazing size advantage, uh, especially at the 1-2-3 spot. So not a lot you can do with it. I told our guys to keep playing. I told Joel at halftime that I was going to have a quick hook. I uh, wasn't going to wait long. This is honestly more of a game about getting our guys some, some run at the end of the day. We stood out the game hoping we could steal one, but once you saw that wasn't going to happen, it was more about me getting guys a couple of reps up and down the floor, Mike Scott getting some run, and then trying to get our guys uh, out to be ready for tomorrow. Um, you know, Isaiah uh, Joe was a key because he had five fouls. And we just, we begged him, no matter what, you cannot commit that six foul. We didn't have anybody else to play. Uh, yeah, speaking of Isaiah Joe, the 2020 number 49 pick went for a career-high 18 points plus four assists. Some other noteworthy performers were Tyrese Maxey, who had 15 points on 7-14 shooting, six rebounds, four assists, two blocks, and also Dakota Mathias. Mathias is one of the Sixers' two-way players, and he netted 14 points, reaching double figures for a second straight game. Afterwards, he spoke with one of our fellow scoopsters here on the 76ers Podcast Network, Lauren Rosen. How are you feeling now having had two games of solid minutes? Tonight didn't go the way that you wanted it to, but are you at least starting to learn some things yourself? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's always a good experience when you get um, you know, more playing time to play you know, against you know, first unit guys, starters that have been in the league for a while. So, um, you know, obviously our, our goal is to win the game, um, but we understand we're shorthanded and I think all of us just want to go out there and play hard and uh, just keep improving. If this group sort of remains the squad for the rest of the week or beyond or however many games that this all lasts, what are your goals for yourself? What are you hoping to to grow and, and learn out of this? Yeah, I you know, just keep listening to the coaches, listen to you know, the veterans on the team. You can take different things, you know, from each game, just watching film, um, defensive positions, you know, timing on offense, things like that. But 
like I said, at the end of the day, we're still trying to win games. I mean, that's you don't step on the floor and just say, let's, let's get better, let's improve. We're, we're trying to win games. Obviously, you know, that experience and wanting to improve is good, but at the end of the day, it's about winning. Up next for the 76ers, it is the Miami Heat. Before we dive into that matchup a bit more, a programming reminder, the Scoop is soon going to be exclusively available on its own feed. Search 76ers Scoop wherever you get your pods to subscribe right now and make sure you don't miss out on our daily short-form pod. All right, so the Sixers' schedule says the Miami Heat are next. The Heat, of course, went on an insane run after the restart in the bubble, reaching the NBA Finals. But as of last night, and that would be Monday, the Heat had eight players on its health and safety protocol list, including Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Goran Dragic. Miami was supposed to play Sunday at Boston, but the game was postponed. The Heat are 4-4, four and four, and they have alternated losses and wins every game they've played. They're in town for a two-game series starting tonight, and then it wraps up on Thursday. I'm Brian Seltzer, and this was The Scoop from the 76ers Podcast Network for Tuesday, January 12th.